0: This is Fit As. With Neil James and Chris Griffiths. Welcome to the show, episode number 11. We're firing through these now, aren't we? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, these numbers are beginning to to grow. We've got some great ideas for the future, by the way, including actually hosting one of these um, sessions in your gym.
1: Yeah, and the kitchen. you're in the
0: kitchen we were talking about. Not at the gym. What, in ki- your kitchen, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen this fully fitted kitchen at uh, Advantage Fitness. Where no, is right. this fully fitted kitchen? No,
1: that's phase two down the line. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. This week, um, PT, is it too expensive? Then we're going to take one of your questions. If you want a chance to own that question and fire at a gym owner, PT and fitness nutrition man you just heard in there, Chris Griffiths, then you need to email us, studio at fitas.uk. Right, let's, let's go straight in. PT, far too expensive... I mean, if you're paying anything over 25 quid, it can't be worth it, surely. I'm obviously playing devil's advocate because mm. I know that you work in a very different way to a lot of, um, shall we call it, the the, the branded gyms that, that have these 20, 25 pound sessions. You don't work that way.
1: No. Why? Because I don't think that that is in line with what you need to do to make a good investment. I guess comparing it to, to things that I think rank... In relative terms, uh, that other people might see more clearly as investment, is things like if someone's going to buy a Rolex, Mm -hmm. they know they're buying top quality, but they're also wanting to um, be assured that there's some future value return, at least retention, but more than likely a slight increase higher than. You know, inflation elsewhere. Bricks and mortar investment. That's right. Yeah. Although, funnily enough, the body is
0: a bricks and mortar investment. Most definitely. Isn't it? Yeah. I, I, I say funnily enough, there's nothing funny about it. No, but... It's your ultimate bricks and mortar investment. Most it's definitely. The, it's the mortar
1: <laughs> yeah. in you. Yeah. I mean, any watch, expensive or not, looks shit when you're dead. <laughs> because it just drops off the bone. <laughs> yes. But back on point no it doesn't somebody's uh, Somebody nabbed it in their family <laughs> hey yeah <laughs> uncle well, okay, philip's so rolex <laughs> i'm having that one it's a good in, it's a good investment for them yeah but i i see making an investment in coaching as the mindset to go in with because it's the outcomes that that ultimately benefit only you And I think it's easy for someone to dissuade themselves from making that investment because the industry is vast now. Like I've been doing this 16 years and coming up on 17 and I've watched it change a lot and in some really, really positive ways. And like anything growing with velocity and momentum, not all things move at the same speed. You know, the industry in itself has rocketed forward and then within it, the governance um, of knowledge and skill and delivery and method hasn't kept the pace. Not always. Right. And the educative platforms, I don't think, are always um, as demanding of a standard that should release people into that industry is it too easy to become a most well i mean it is easy can you learn it on youtube pretty much can you go and practice it having learned it on youtube well i mean in terms of in terms of being governed like you can it's one of those things where, like you couldn't just set up a gp's practice and sit down and say you're one no um because people in a position of governance would identify that you're doing that and Mm. come hammering down on you right of course it doesn't work the same way in the fitness industry at the moment um, there is you know like we have everyone has a certain badge level yeah. um, that, that works for me or with me let's say yeah. um, but that only takes them to a point of insurance so beyond that it's up to whoever's hosting the platform right. uh, and has that hub where people are going to be in front of possible uh, clients or employers, as we call them, you know. So, And that's where it's down to me then to assess, govern, direct, support and help progress that person's skill set and learning. And that's then very um, a roll of the dice on an independent sense of who you're going to be encountering as a coach. And that's where I think... It can be difficult because you're, if you're not aware of that as a potential uh, investor in your health and fitness with some leadership and mentoring, however you see that, involved alongside you and you don't know how to vet the quality of that person, then you're taking a gamble. And I also think some
0: people, um, obviously different age groups, you need a different kind of training. And you know this your, yourself from from my recent injury on my left
1: shoulder prior to coming Sh- to us. Prior,
0: yes, yeah, sorry, yeah, prior yeah. to coming to you, shoulder being the Dubai airport of the um, of the body. See, I remember that. I've told so many people <laughs> that. I love that phrase. Yeah, of, of course, I credit you with that every yeah, single yeah, time. No Everything
1: goes through there.
0: Everything the goes shoulder, through yeah. absolutely. Um, but but the point I'm trying to make is uh, I'm an, an older guy than. I think a lot of the uh, the guys that this particular PT mm-hmm. is used to training. Sure. And he oh, I can think of no other word but essentially beasted me through yeah. a, a training session which has ended up in a long-term injury which is getting better, much yeah. much better. But but that didn't
1: need to be the way. Sure. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I think as people age, they present different challenges. They present different mental uh, challenges with how family, yeah, family, <laughs> food, and family. Um, how cynical and sceptical they are, or their partners? Oh, most definitely. Um, but there's a there's a kind of uh, switch, isn't there, over time from younger generations are more naturally by default liberal and labour esque in their mindset and right. assessment and the older you get not to say that it is a good or bad transition but people more naturally migrate to a conservative mm-hmm. style mindset where they have a little less time they recognize and they are a little more protective over their uh, in current investments that have been made yeah. and they are more cynical and skeptical with what they have to invest um wanting to see more Proof and assurance that that investment will carry them to something meaningful with value, yeah. which I totally support. So the mindset's different on the investment point. The body has incurred probably more damage over time, more repetition of good or bad habits, and from it maybe has more limitations and presents certain inhibitions in its movement, in, uh, you know, um, Um, Digestive issues that have been picked up over the time, you know, you're more... I'm not saying that that younger people don't uh, have gut and digestive issues, but you would probably... If you were to ask someone to guess a a candidate for having Mm IBS-like symptoms, they would pick an older female or male, more in their mid-40s to early 50s and upward, things like that. And that's just know yeah. they've just yeah. picked that up unknowingly haven't they just from yeah. hearing more adults and clearly it's hard, harder to older. service a car that's fifteen years old than it is to get one that's just come off the um, the roll. in an exact analogy yeah. exactly yeah. and it's not to say that people haven't picked up cars and there hasn't been early issues mm. and they've had to be more likely but you're more likely, you're more likely yeah. Yeah. precisely so, so so you're looking at what and this is the thing you 've got to c- come back to is people have for the better part the same anatomy as the next older or younger but they have different challenges that will arise during their training uh, and program design and how you're going to support and work with them that prevent them from using it correctly i was working with a, a number of people yesterday and all were above the age of 60 so the third guy in my morning line is about five weeks in and has started to move better relative to where he started, certainly. And he had some real complications to begin with in his movement. Um, He's had some quite um, uh, big past health issues with blood sugar elevations and various things. There's a whole host of stuff, anyway, in the background that means that he's come from a point of real limitation and we're moving forward nicely. Yeah. But comparing him to the guy two sessions before who was... um, maybe one year older only um, at 66 and has been with me for a number of years where he was not he wasn't comparable but he also was very limited he wasn't as limited but he was very limited and his ability now to um, control his lower back arch independent of movement above or below it so what I mean by that is if you get someone to arch and or roll their lower back, you often see a whole change in where the shoulders sit, what the leg angle and uh, degree of flexion in the knee and all these kind of things that aren't really necessary to go into right now. But you see big body changes for after asking someone to make edits to the shape of one part of the body.
0: Yeah.
1: Now, you'll see in older people that um, the limitations are... Um, systemic so you ask someone to arch their back and they can't do that in the lower back all they can do is change the angle at which they're leaning and then that completely changes the game if they can or cannot do that to how you can then challenge their body depending on the control level they have over their back as an independent unit which is never nothing's ever truly independent if you see what I mean but Mm. how much they can create a shape change in that without influencing and or at subject to other body parts. So I know that sounds like I'm running off on the, on a bit of a wild tangent, but that is something you have to observe c- uh, quite carefully and yeah, clearly yeah, on an yeah. individual. And if you don't, you might not. The likelihood is that you probably don't hurt their back, but you will. But you will hurt a shoulder yeah. or the hippo ache or you will you will i mean where the gunshot we've talked about before haven't we were where pain often is the exit wound and not necessarily yeah, the point have, where it yeah, starts yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah and this is the thing where where you might see a limitation they might say to you that they're not having any problems with what you've asked them to do even though their their back isn't in the shape that you would like it most for the exercise you're doing with them but down the line they could easily start to see problems elsewhere and you've got to think well Did it start back then when you challenged the body in a position it couldn't maintain and the overload was felt elsewhere and not the point you're seeing it? Well, the the complexity of what
0: you're mentioning here, what you're talking about here, underlines this whole thing about um, PT being too easy to just go in and do without having any formal... Uh, or recognized um certification for and that's yeah, and that's is, what you're there, there suggesting a, this should be yeah sorry I mean, there a, is certification a, it's easy
1: to run off on but it's the, not legal no it is no no, no it is but oh, it's it is. Okay. but it's very it's very easy right. to do right and after getting it there isn't really anything that's in place to demand that your learning progresses yeah but and this is the problem so is, you can't just become a pt well, you can like within a few weeks. What was the, okay. So the legality. What, what do you have to have to be? Well, you have certain level certificates. Okay, and then that's
0: it. And then that, yeah. then you're in. And how long does that take? A couple of weeks. A, it can, really is just a
1: couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, it, wasn't, not, it wasn't. I thought, when I did mine back a long time were being ago. you flippant then. I was, no, no. Right. Okay. No, no. A couple of weeks. Wow. Yeah, five, just six, five or six
0: weeks. So the, the question you should be asking as a, as a as somebody who's using a PT is. How long have you been doing this? How long have you been doing it? Yeah. Not, not, what, not what certification you've got.
1: No, no. How long have you been doing it? Who who do you work with? Yeah. Um, what are the past results? Where can I see those? Who can I talk to who has worked with you? Yeah. And why they aren't now? Who can I talk to who currently works with you? Will they renew with you? You know, it would, might seem...
0: Would you provide clients like that
1: who aren't working with you now that you... I mean, if somebody sure. asks you that yeah. question, would you? Yeah. Okay. Happily. All right. Sure. I would... Um, if if i if i was to be guarded on that yeah. you would have to think that that would that should um be more of an alert shouldn't it that should raise more alarm bells yeah,
0: but it, but equally um the the reason people don't continue with pt and we've talked about this before is is, uh, is is many and varied but often it's it's not well i say often um sometimes it's it's not to do with them it's to do
1: with their partner Yes. Uh, which, of course, you can't really compensate for. No, but at that point... They, compensate for. Yes, but they, won't, but they won't have... If someone's to, to talk to someone who's finished because of that, they won't have anything negative to say about the coach themselves. Yeah. They'll just be open and say, look, you know, my life uh, situation changed. There was other things that unfortunately cropped up I didn't have an option to avoid. Yeah. They, they won't, like, there would be... No, I can't imagine why there'd be any spite in... In the fact that they had to leave for a certain reason, you know they're just not they're just not going to be as clear maybe with that person about so, exactly why they did. But so I, I should see no reason why they would not talk to them. So maybe the
0: question is wrong here. PT is too expensive. Should actually be why is some PT so cheap?
1: Yeah, because the person um, more often than not. Well, t- it's a twofold thing. Forget your ability to uh, get yourself in front of a person mm-hmm. and. Um, present as a good candidate for them to work with forget the the sales and marketing side of things on a skill based side only i think you can only i think most people in the background whether they have been pushed to say it out loud or not are pricing themselves at their own known skill level yeah 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 there's a phrase that
0: you know never charge something that you can afford yourself okay Yeah, it's a a marketing phrase, right? I remember a guy who uh, uh, was talking about it, and he said it was years before I could afford myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was quite yeah quite good. It it depends what depends what you well, and it also really comes down to ultimately, do you believe that the value that you bring is in line with what you charge? So why is your value different then? You charge you charge very
0: differently to the twenty five pound a time. Yeah, personal training yeah. That, 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 that people are probably more familiar with in terms of, or, or maybe their expectations are more familiar yeah, with possibly I, I'm not going to ask you what you charge sure because I think that's between you and the client indeed but it's considerably more than that it is and why is that because I have and it's not a, just to do with the amount of time you've been doing it
1: no 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 no, no. it's it's a number of things it's the observable changes that someone can see during and after yep. it's the support mechanism in place, the quality of the program design and the system mm-hmm. um, the guidance and the mentoring um, the level of knowledge, experience and ability and willingness and desire to observe and try and see ahead of time around each corner for mm-hmm. each individual person um, you know, custom to that person what is going to prevent the speed of change, what is currently the biggest problem to be dealt with in um, making uh, good progression, and understanding before any of that very clearly what the person wants as an outcome, not putting words in their mouth, not trying to decide for them or ahead of time or, or swerve them in a certain way that fits my narrative, but I'm more than happy if somebody during any time that we're talking ahead of starting describes goals that aren't in my level of capability, my scope of practice, or my personal interest level, Mm. then I'm happy to say that I can't work with them on it. I'm more than happy if I have within my network someone who can, wants to, is able to, and or better in any way, then I'll move them to that person. So I'm going to put myself in front of a client group I know I work well with. I'm going to, with confidence and, and, and that do, within that group i can bring and who f- is that client base by the way so i work with men yeah mainly yeah. men yeah do
0: you work with women at all or no uh, not 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 as much so yeah there's, men, there's men, some okay. there's some
1: you know some there's small um exceptions to always okay, hall, so the demographic men yep um age group generally youngest being 30 but more in the kind of mid 40s to so mid mature, 60s. mature yeah. yeah okay so you have a very definite uh, Client-based, yeah, don't you? yeah, yeah. Okay, I think a number of things. How well you can familiarise with a client group, and how um, how well they can identify with what you're saying, why you're good for them, you, you, you fit you fit to purpose, right? Yeah. So I have um, worked a lot with that group. I um, have an interest in the challenges that that group often encounter. I have from both of those things combined over time a good amount of experience and uh, a ready available toolbox for a lot of things that they're going to encounter that I've worked with and or things that are very similar to their problem enough that you'd almost call it the same problem, enough that we've Mm. got quite immediate fix. And then with each person there's probably small individual things that are unique to that person that crop up but because of all the other things are already taken care of so quickly and well and often ahead of time elsewhere those small individual issues with each client are much easier to get onto if you were kind of learning a client group fresh and you were encountering the typical problems that that kind of client group experience and it was new to you the the individual problems that each person presented would probably be more dilute and harder to see and or you'd see them too late for that person to uh, allow you to be the person that they consult on dealing with it. If if an issue's been going on for weeks, months, and then you start picking up on this being an issue and start asking them about it, it's not unfair to imagine that they would say, oh, you know, I've been seeing someone who... I thought specialised in that. I didn't think to mention it, those kind of things. Now, many, many years ago, I can probably think of people that at times have said that. And, you know, in reflection and um, self analysis and self critiquing and building my practice and my methods, I can see where they did that at the time many years ago and it was fair to. That's not something I encounter now because i'm much more fit to purpose with that group yeah
0: just finally then if somebody is um is looking for pt yes um they're they're coming in completely blind they know that it might have something to do with um a little bit of nutrition a little bit of training a little bit of you know the thing of all the little bits that go into the pot to make the one pot yes what what advice are you going to give them don't look at the prices the first thing maybe or is it No. Because it comes back to this whole question. PT is too expensive.
1: What they really need to do is have a conversation and spend time with somebody who they see they might work with. And by the end of it, there should be a very clear conversation that's occurred. And within it, the person has helped support them in getting towards understanding what the main thing they want from it is. Nobody comes to me and just says, I just want you to tamper with the way I eat. Nobody. But they might come and say, I have very limited energy. Yeah, And nobody wants to tamper with the way specifically that you're looking or moving. But they may well come and say, my confidence is terrible. I can't fit into things and look a certain way that would bring me confidence.
0: Are people really that personal when they're saying this stuff to you? Well, I'm just trying
1: to overview. It's much more personal
0: than that often. Yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just a case of I just want to get bigger arms. No. These are quite personal issues.
1: Yeah, and those kind of things in years gone by when I didn't realize that the depth and when you're younger you haven't experienced yourself mm. enough problems and swerving roads and you haven't got lost enough and uh, and and encountered enough issues yourself to realize the quality and value in having systems that that a guide you away from the problems you've already experienced mm. and b have some level of sat nav style mm. prescription that are going to guide you towards things that you know you want and it's just like a di- it's just like a map so, it's so directional you're,
0: you're mining then you're mining for this you're, you're, you know somebody comes to you and says i
1: just want bigger arms you want to know why they want bigger arms Sure, and conversations can sometimes start like that. Yeah. But most conversations go on for ninety minutes or two hours. Do that. A couple of coffees. Wow. Yeah. Toilet break. Maybe we break. Sometimes we meet a day or two later. They've had time to think about some yeah, of the things yeah. I've asked them to consider. Um, it's not uncommon to talk to people and get to all sorts of stages that they haven't uh, got fully undressed and uh, before turning the lights out in front of a partner for five years, but they've been married for twenty. Yeah. All sorts of stuff, man. Yeah. They they go abroad with. Either friends or colleagues on business trips and they're never at the pool. They always happen to be needing to make a call cool home, see that spreadsheet, have a quick yeah, shower, I'll yeah. see you in the bar afterwards. Yeah. There's all sorts of things that that and and these are the things that I think people should be understanding that they're that they're if if you want to call it a purchase, if you want to make it an investment, however you want to look at that, you're you're taking someone on who can get rid of the current issues that you have with your body with your health with your confidence and put in place systems that are not only going to do that in the immediate but they're going to be something that you can make uh more full-time yeah talked to somebody yesterday's a new starter with me and he was asking me um what we would do with the diet cokes he likes to drink he has about five or six a day right yeah and i just wanted to know if i told him that this plan had none in for the period of time we're together for three months at the moment and let's say I, I linked up with him three months after he'd finished it would he have put them back in? Because if you're going to do that why are we going to take him out? But can we put it to a level that's acceptable that he enjoys it and it isn't going to be a problem alongside all the other things? I think one of the main things that goes wrong in um, personal training systems often is making it this shock and awe approach was prohibition yeah, exactly. It's just censorship. Yeah. And what you. I got think that's what people do worry about. Yeah, I think so. Mm. Yeah. And you're not looking to employ like prison guards on the way you live. Yeah. That's not how it's meant to work. You know, it's, it's not like Pablo's dog, you know, like, <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to eat this yeah. chocolate bar and then I'm yeah. going to shit myself about telling somebody. Sometimes people tell you that they've done that and they would tell you with this kind of same caution and tremble as if they finally came clean to a partner that they'd kissed somebody you're like dude i don't give a shit like okay so you needed that the first thing i want to know is like was it just you know i just didn't really care or was it like did you get to a real point of oh my god i'm starving i've got serious cravings because i always think it's fair to look at my plans as the main reason why something went wrong immediately because if you always hold yourself accountable as a coach, it means that you are able to help the person solve it. Yeah. If your go to is, well, you should have been stronger, should have been more committed, you don't want this enough, then now you're just, well, you're just belittling and berating and attacking the person's character. Well, that would be what I would call a marine approach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there was some uh, uh, market research done a number of years ago now where it, I think it was in the States and they got a lot of people just stopped them in the street and had them draw. A personal trainer and they were all like upside down road cone army <laughs> cadet guys with a clipboard and a whistle and that was the common kind of quick sketch yeah yeah, yeah yeah um but but if you if you think about making systems that bring change and yeah they might have um they might have methods that requires you to be a little more observant over how you put your luxuries in and across the week but you're allowed them and you're just more organized and teaching someone to be more constructive with how they live in a positive way then that's something they can take away with them Mm. because what you're you're not i don't think it's fair to be expected to solve all problems within your time frame so if i have say somebody for 12 weeks i can get an awful lot done with them but they might it might not solve everything now, a lot of the people I work with I'm I'm with coming up on four years from since we've been here. Um which is great. Well a rolling three month term. Yeah. Yeah. Other people I've seen far fewer people, but other people I've seen for only one quarter. Now, I always imagine that I've got someone only for that one quarter. So I don't yeah. hold back on anything. No. But that is gonna move at a pace that's independent to the person. Yeah. So you can't you can't just think, well, They aren't able to control that back muscle in a way that would secure their shoulder and they can do that move, but fuck it, I've only got two weeks left. We've got to blitz it. That's unfortunate, but until they have grasped the the prerequisites to that movement enough to create the control, they're just not going to do that. So we'll do as much as we can and people, I think, achieve a fortune beyond what they could do on their own and often elsewhere within that time frame. But you've you've got to go in... Understanding what the person wants, putting that um, visual outcome mm-hmm. against who they are at the start spot, and having realistic conversations with people about what they're going to achieve, and then why it's important to follow the systems that you're going to design to do that. Why the systems are as they are for long term benefit. How you're going to over time hand over. I'm very transparent. We are at my site. We all are very transparent with how we're doing method with people it's all on open spreadsheet it's all on open email explain everything uh on text uh, you know in an email body and repeat many a time across the session you want to be nice and transparent with people you're not looking to create a captive audience where they can make good result but if they leave you they're screwed because they don't know what they're doing you want ideally i think the mindset of a personal trainer should be someone who can create such good results within their their block of time whatever that may be that the person started with that they've rolled on to the more secondary and tertiary goals you might still be um focusing much of the time on the primary at the end but so much has been achieved and they've started to incorporate many other things that they could they think it's a no-brainer to not roll on now you know uh, that's just how i see it maybe but yeah. it's it's about bringing value and then when you th- and back to your original question just to finish is that Expensive. I don't know. Depends on what the person thinks their their um, problem at the moment is uh, causing within their life. H- how disruptive that is to their their overall life, right? I don't know. I I can get I can get abs on my own. That's the only thing I give a shit about. I've got six weeks to do it. I want to go on the beach. I don't think I'm gonna probably tell the person that I'm a great candidate to work with me. I'm not gonna throw out a price at them. Um, I don't think that if they heard it, they would, in line with what they've said there, see the value in... I I still think there'd be a ton of value. Don't get me wrong. But there's all the things they're not going to... Care to take on board understanding where the value would be? Well, because it's,
0: it, it's what I would call a rather shallow, um, you know, initial. It's just a not shallow, well, perhaps. Yeah, I was going to say maybe, but who are we one, like, dimen- one dimensional possibly, approach to it? Possibly, whereas you're not looking at one-dimensional approaches. No, no and not m- multifaceted. No, no I, but, but at the
1: same to. time, I've got no problem with yeah, somebody yeah, having yeah. that goal and only that goal. Yeah. the The problem is for them that if that is the only goal and they're rooted on it, they're not going to see value in a more um you know method-based long-term um uh, investment for themselves now go back to some of the people we've talked about along the way who have much more um pressing issues to deal with from some serious health and nutritional Mm. complaints and digestive problems bad sleep anxieties body confidence issues pain postural problems weight issues you aren't there as a magician, you're there as a consultant, and you're gonna work on uh building plans that fit that person, things that they can uh import and use full time, things that are sustainable. All of that is long-term investment. And within that realm, I would say it's an absolute bargain. Thank you very much for Studio that. Studio at fitas.uk.
0: Right, we've got one um email question which we'll do nice and briskly. Gina Max. How much rest time between sets? Should I feel exhausted between each to be really seeing any benefit? That's quite a good question, actually, because I think a lot of people think, well, how long should I be resting? Sure. Should I be taking a whole text conversation here? Yeah. Or do I jump in after 40 seconds? Or, actually, I've started recently looking at my um, uh, heart rate and thinking, right, if the heart rate is going down too quickly, I clearly need to be working again. Okay. That might or might not. That's my science. Yeah, well, it's a method. It's. A me- um, if, if I, I, the, I always know why. Well, it's a method. Means <laughs> that, that's a load of nonsense. No, no, no. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It
1: depends. Look, if, you, if you're trying to use weights to influence a constant heart rate, mm. then there you go. You're playing. Well, that's a method. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You're, you're using the variable of heart rate. Yep. With the with the um, with the use of weights. And, yep. and, and there's your you know cardio uh, and weight. You're marrying all, that up. Cardio and weight all the same. Pretty much. Time, exactly. Okay. There, okay, yeah. but, but for Gina, yes. Uh, I'm going to take. I'm going to take the assumption that Gina has a plan, yep. and that it has set reps yep. and sets on the plan. Okay, and it's going to take her a couple of weeks to work out the 30 to 45 second rest break. Okay, I made the first two sets of 10 and couldn't make past six on the third. That was slightly too short. Mm-hmm. And on the next week, she did a minute and or minute and a half somewhere in between. And it turns out that on set three, she could still feel like she could have hit 15. Then that's too long. And there you go. You're going to temper it. And you've got to learn it. Yeah. There isn't a number. There isn't a set answer.
0: Good answer. That's it for this week. Visit the show site at fitas.uk for extended show notes and also links to Advantage Fitness. Plus, of course, uh, Chris's personal training. And uh, make sure you email your, your questions into a studio at fitas.uk. Tell us about you, where you train, what your goals are, where it's going right, where you need some help. And so, till next time, train safe. Studio at fitas.uk.